0: You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, Stand and cheer the brave, Ra, rah, ra. go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame down the field. Oh my gosh, a Lion victory. Welcome into the post-game pod, Locked On Lions, Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you on this Sunday, December the 5th. They've done it, ladies and gentlemen. The winless streak of 15 games going back like 364 days. From last year is over. The Detroit Lions, with no time on the clock, defeat the Minnesota Vikings 29-27 on a Jared Goff to Amon Ross St. Brown 14-yard touchdown on fourth down to win it and improved to one ten 10 one Thank you for listening and joining us today. What, what, what can you say? We thank you for making us your first listen each and every day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Follow me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Lockdown Lions and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Golf to St. Brown after the Lions relinquished the lead that they had pretty much all day. The Lions led 20-6 to at the half. They led 23-15 after three. The Vikings took a 27-23 lead on a Justin Jefferson touchdown catch Which, quite honestly, thank goodness the Lions let the Vikings score a touchdown there. Because the way this thing was going, if any more time had run off the clock, it would have been troubling for the Lions to take the ball down the field. Who knows what would Minnesota... These two coaches in this game, Dan Campbell for the Lions, Mike Zimmer for the Vikings, put on a clinic in how to not coach football today. And we're going to get to the Dan Campbell decisions and the fourth and ones and the delay of games and the timeout usage. We're going to get to Mike Zimmer's soft defense on the last play of the game, which was inexplicable. I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown literally was on the far sideline on the left side, near sideline if we're watching the camera side. (laughs) And just ran like a, you know, deep slant and was sitting in the end zone. And Cameron Dantzler and the safety were nowhere to be found. What were they guarding? You, you need to guard the goal line, don't you? Thank goodness for Mike Zimmer and the Vikings. As they're now 5-7. and seven. They're terrible. I didn't think they'd be this bad today. The Lions deserve to win today. You heard me. The Lions deserve to win. They outplayed Minnesota. They outgained Minnesota. Um, they made better decisions in the first half. Second quarter, Jared Goff hit 10 straight passes. The Lions were cruising in this game. Not cruising, but it's their, it was their biggest lead of the of the season when they were up um, seventeen points. Um, when it was doo, 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 doo. yeah, when they were up twenty to six, uh, was their largest lead of the season. When it was seventeen to six, it was their largest lead of the season of eleven, as pointed out by Spiro Ditas and uh, Jay Feely. Jared Goff goes 25 out of 41 for 296 yards passing and three touchdowns, including the game winner to St. Brown. He also was intercepted and also fumbled. It was just a vintage Jared Goff performance. At times you watch and you go, oh, man, there's the first overall pick. Jared Goff looking good, not bad. Show me something, Jay Goff. And then you see him just, just telegraph a throw to T.J. Hawkins and get it intercepted in the fourth quarter. And then on a fourth and one play, he fumbles, and of course the Vikings got it and scored. I mean, I I just I, it, it's head scratching how poorly coached the Lions are, but but they play for this staff. They played hard. They won the game. They dedicated the game ball afterwards. Dan Campbell did to the Oxford a, a community and football team and and a high school for everything that's gone on this week and just. The inexplicable tragedy that went on up there. And so from that standpoint, it was a nice bow to the day. And the Lions needed to win. They deserved to win, and they did win. But it does not mask some of the complete idiocy that took place uh, on those headsets with that coaching staff throughout the game when it came to decision-making. You can't excuse it. Did the Lions win? Yes. Is a winless streak over? Yes. Are they going 0-16-1? No. Thank goodness. And these, those kids on this team, and there's a lot of young kids on this, t- on this team, they deserve to celebrate. They deserve to be excited. They deserve to storm the field like they did. The, te- the whole team was out there. It was great. But if it takes having to overcome your own stupid mistakes like delay of game penalties and fourth-and-one calls that make absolutely no sense in your own territory when you have one of the best punters in the league, it, it shouldn't be this hard every week. It shouldn't be this hard every week. Again, golf a big day. Jamal Williams ran the ball hard. 17 carries, 71 yards. Uh, St. Brown, 10 catches for 86 yards. T.J. Hawkinson, a touchdown catch. Brock Wright, a touchdown catch. They used the tight ends well today. The defense, while it wasn't its best game statistically in terms of points allowed, they fought. They forced the Vikings to kick three fuel goals today. Um, and settle for, for for three. Jerry Jacobs was all over the field with TFLs and passes defended. Uh, we saw a guy like Derek Barnes emerge today with a couple of big stops, including a, a giant stop on a two-point conversion, where he took on Alexander Madison one-on-one. You know, Amani Roarie continues to get better. There's guys getting better, and that's all you can ask for. Godwin Iguibuike, Every time he touches the ball, something good happens. On the last drive, to make that 13-yard catch and get out of bounds like he did was awesome. So there were some positives today. That's what you want to hear. You don't want to hear me bitching the whole show. But you guys know me. You know this podcast. I've been with you for six years doing this show. I cannot, cannot uh, um, spit shine up a turd, as they say. Some of this game, you just were scratching your head. How are the Lions with a 20 3-21 Three twenty-one lead. How? On fourth and one in their own end. Number one, going for it, which was dumb when you have Jack Fox. Number two, you're running a play-action pass with Jared Goff rolling out. Like, what? And once that first option, Jamal Williams, was stuffed, that was it. Goff stood in the pocket like, I don't know what he was thinking. And that was his poor coaching, putting him in that position. Thank goodness Mike Zimmer and the Vikings left enough time on the clock for the Lions to come down and win. The Lions should have allowed Alexander Madison to score before the two-minute warning. Don't tackle him. Let him score. So you can get the ball back and do what you did. Luckily, the Vikings left enough time on the clock after the uh, Jefferson touchdown and left the Lions' time, and then they went to a prevent. Oh, my gosh. How do you beat Jared Goff when he has to throw? You put duress in his face, and Mike Zimmer didn't do it. He rushed three and dropped eight just like Aaron Glenn did so many times at the start of this year. We and, and what an inexplicable move by Zimmer and his staff. Uh there's no way he's coming back next year. You got to think Mike Zimmer's done. Been there eight years, I think. No, they didn't have Eric Kendricks. they didn't have Anthony Barr. They didn't have Christian Derisaw. The Lions had pressure today on Kirk Cousins. They sacked him three times. Charles Harris had a whale of a game. Good first half. Lions win 29-27, folks exhale, exhale, they won, they won, it's over, we don't have to talk about will they go 0-16-1, will they go winless, all that stuff, you got to love that about today, you have to, yes, they're not a playoff team, yes, it's it's not a good scene, the whole thing, I get it, but exhale, they won. We're going to get some of your tweets coming in here, game balls, Uh, more on Dan Campbell's decision-making, First, got to tell you about our friends at Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest updates. The power of three unlimited data lines for $30 a month per line so your family can harness all of that brain power too. And The power of one of America's largest 5G networks. You can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save at Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers coverage not available everywhere or on all for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. It's the Post Game Pod, everybody. Matt Derry with you. Unbelievable. The Lions win on the last play of the game. Amon ra St. Brown, the rookie, with his first career touchdown catch. From Jared Goff, from 14 yards out, the Lions win 29-27 to after they relinquished the lead with poor clock management, stupid timeouts, taking a delay-a-game penalty, not punting on fourth and one in your own uh, uh, territory. Two fourth-down calls today by the Lions were poor. One on the quarterback sneak in the first half when golf's in the shotgun and then rushes to the line and tries to sneak it quickly, and its lineman didn't move. That was stupid. Then on the fourth and one from your own 28, with, what, three and a half, three minutes to go? Up two. Punt the football. No, Lions go for it. Campbell being aggressive again but they try a rollout pass on a play action to get Jamal Williams the ball, and it was covered. The Vikings knew it was coming. It was pathetic. Uh, If they would have lost this game today, I might have, probably would have. Come on this post-game podcast and told you luck, folks. Come next season. Jared Goff, out. Dan Campbell, out. You cannot have these two here. And I still believe the Lions need to find a quarterback. It's pretty obvious, even though this was Goff's best game, or one of them. And the head coach has a lot of work to do. I know how hard they're playing for him. I know what a good guy he is. But s- some of this is just ridiculous. The timeouts that make the, the, the team confused. 12 men on the field on defense having to call timeouts. Delay of game. So a third and two becomes a third and seven. No matter the time. It could be first quarter, it could be fourth quarter. This happens all the time. And you heard Jay, Jay Feely today, uh, Trump's golfing buddy on CBS today saying, like, that's inexplicable. It's inexcusable. How can you ever delay a game? How? It's true. We're in December. We're in the back stretch of this season. And these mistakes keep happening. It's very poor. We know the roster's depleted. We know there's injuries. Plenty of injuries on the Vikings, but plenty on the Lions. But, man, the position that these coaches sometimes put the players in is just laughable. But when they needed 75 yards and a final drive, Jared Goff delivered it. He did. You want to rip Goff? You want to say Goff is terrible? You want to say Goffal and all these things? Jared Goff delivered when they needed it today. Were the Vikings without uh, Eric Hendricks and Anthony Barr? Yeah, I mentioned that. Yes, they were. Cam Dantzler is terrible. Rashad Breeland might be worse. But. Off delivered. Dinked and dunked down the field, found receivers, guys made play. St. Brown getting out of bounds, Iwobike getting out of bounds. I love the first half play calling. I got to be honest. Give Dan Campbell some credit for the first half play calling. Running the football Jamal Williams. Play action stuff to the tight ends, knowing that the Vikings' backup linebackers are in the game. Finding an open guy like Brock Wright for a touchdown from 23 yards out. TJ Hawkinson, a touchdown um, early in the game. That's why you have TJ Hawkinson. Use him. They even stretched the field a little bit today, went down the field. There was a 28 yard completion to Reynolds, a 25 yard completion to Hawkinson, a 24 yard completion to Raymond. All right, throw the ball down the field. This is 2021, about to be 2022. So there were some positives today. I like when Jamar Jefferson's in the game. I I like him, too. The the Lions have some running backs. They needed to win this game. It meant something today. They had to have it. You can't go 0-16-1. I don't care if people say, oh, they ruined their draft position for Aiden Hutchinson. (laughs) We'll get to Aiden Hutchinson versus uh, Thibodeau or Thibodeau later, much later. We'll talk draft. We can continue to talk draft. We had Jordan Reed from ESPN on this week. Go back and listen to it in the archives here on Lockdown Lions. But today was about getting a win. Everybody won this weekend. Pistons didn't play, but the Red Wings won. Michigan won. You know, I mean, needed wins. Needed, keep, it, keep the momentum going after the BS we've gone through this week in this community. And how sick to my stomach I, I continue to be as I turn on the news or read the paper. And all the guys had Oxford t-shirts on before the game. And Dan Kim wore the hat. I loved it. But they won. They needed to win. They needed to have that feeling. Because this has been a loser franchise forever. You know? Forever. And to get this win meant something. The crowd, it was sparse. There was not a lot of people there today. But the ones that stayed got to enjoy it. And uh, you'll take it. How about Riley Patterson today? knocking down a 49-yard field goal after a 3rd-and-10 draw play. But I guess when you have Jared Goff and and the defense knows on 3rd and long what's coming, maybe that is the right call. But at the end of the game, boy, the Vikings just let the Lions go right down the field. Amazing. Amazing. Exam, I can only imagine what's going on on Luke Braun's On Vikings postgame pod today and talk radio in Minneapolis. Oh, my gosh. They've got to be going, we just lost to the Lions? Yeah. It was almost like Zimmer said, here, Dan, you want the game? And Dan was like, no, I don't want it, you take it. No, I don't want it, you take it. And the Lions took it at the end. As Jared Goff threw for three touchdowns today and nearly 300 yards. Oh, my goodness. A couple of tweets coming in today uh, at uh, Derry Speaks on Twitter. Um, Josh Lynch says the rookies played well today. Yes, they did. There were some young guys getting opportunities today. You got to love seeing Derek Barnes, Sewell, uh Melifon, who was out there, Jerry Jacobs, um, Amon Ross St. Brown with the game winning play. Shaky 44 says it was a blind squirrel situation today. Oh, geez. Um, Walt Morrison writes in, my 9-year-old son who is battling cancer in the hospital and winning it leans over to me and says, dad, being a Lions fan is harder than fighting cancer. So true, son, so true. Wow. Walt, thanks for the tweet, and good luck to you and your and your son. Uh, Angry Johnny, love it. Hated the call to go for it on fourth down, but they came through. Huge win. Um, Mason Plumley writes in, Dan was just setting up the drama. Impressed by Goff's play calling on, at the line of scrimmage to win, though. Where the bleep did that come from? Yeah, no, Jared Goff at the end was, was making the right decisions, but it's just so inconsistent. Like fourth and one and you roll out and then you lose the football and fumble is just god-awful. It really is. Rick Morris, if there was ever a weekend to get a W, it was this one. Both teams showed an immense amount of respect for the Oxford community today. Go Lions, hashtag Oxford strong. True definition of one pride. Um, yes, LOL, bad coaching, says Nathan Cooley. Good job by Goff there after the bad error. James Meek, a shitty win is still a win. Nice drive to end it. Woo, W-H-E-W. Oh, my gosh. Mama's boy. I get it if you want to harp on Campbell, and he should be harped on, but this is a victory. Dan Campbell needs to be better in key moments, but this last drive was coaching too. Hashtag one pride. And then Turner Batdorf, who's a great tweeter. Build Goff a statue, in all caps. I just, going back to Dan Campbell, I just thought he should have uh, let the Vikings score. I've seen way too many Lions games this year and last year where they lose on field goals at the end because they don't let the other team score. Remember, they were not letting Todd Gurley score, and somehow he went in there. It, It just, that was the right play. And I don't think the Lions did the right play, but then the way it worked out, the Lions did get the stop, so maybe I was wrong. But regardless, this team shouldn't have to overcome all of these errors by the coach. 29 27 Lions, they do it. The winning, the winless streak of 15 going back to last year is over. We're going to hand out some game balls coming up next. First, we got to tell you about Built Bar, baby. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar, and that is Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate. But amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors, all right? Have you had the raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, my favorite, or peanut butter brownie? Check them out. Bilt Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. It's a season of peace and love. Don't bring up your favorite Bilt Bar flavor at a family party. People are so passionate about their fl- favorite flavor, they'll fight for it. And things could get out of hand. All right, you buddies with Santa Claus, tell Santa to throw in a few built bars in those stockings. It's perfect. I'm telling you. What about those marshmallowy treats around the holidays like Nathan Litke loves? Litke family going nuts today. They love their lions. You need to get your hands on some built bar puffs. They're amazing. Here's what I got to tell you go to built.com, use the promo code locked 15 You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code locked 15 L-O-C-K-E-D-15 for 15% off at built.com. And, hey, Matt Terry here to tell you about betonline.ag. you got Sunday night football, Monday night football, hockey, basketball, whatever it is you want to bet on. And now the odds are out, the spread's there. I think Georgia a seven-point favorite over Michigan in the Orange Bowl in the college football playoff. You can get all of that information. At the best place to get it, that is betonline.ag. they got you covered all season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues, and you've got the march for the NFL playoffs. Head to the new website, betonline.ag, updated desktop, mobile website. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's 50%. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, they got it all. Bet online where the game starts. All right, uh, we're back. Locked on Lions. Oh man, what a win today! <laughs> what a crazy day, crazy crazy day to uh, to say the least. But a victory nonetheless for the Lions. Game balls. Um, I got to hand some out, right? I mean, Jared Goff gets a game ball. I mean, he drives you nuts. The interception to Hawkinson where he had St. Brown alone and missed him and was just throwing the ball to T.J. Hawkinson in triple coverage was inexplicable and unacceptable. His fumble at the end of the game was awful. But he led him on the drive to win the game. He ran over to Dan Campbell after the touchdown catch and embraced him. You could tell those guys do get along and love each other. Goff today gets a game ball from me. Amon Ross St. Brown, of course, gets a game ball. Ten catches, eighty-six yards, and the game-winning touchdown as time expired. Um, Charles Harris on the defense did a nice job today. Two sacks should have had three. Uh, a tackle for a loss. He's starting to come on. Think about next year. Let's say they draft either Thibodeau or uh, Hutchinson. Then you got Romeo O'Quara, Julian O'Quara, Charles Harris. You got some. You got some guys on the edge. You got some guys to build around. I thought he played pretty well today. He gets a game ball from me. Uh, Riley Patterson, three for three on field goals, two for two on extra points. The kicker, including a 49 yarder, which was uh, big in this game. Uh, He gets a game ball as well. Uh, And I'm giving one to Jerry Jacobs, too. Seven solo tackles. Seven solo tackles. Two tackles for a loss. A quarterback hit. Um, Just played good coverage today. I like the way he's playing. You can see some young guys improving. That's what we want to see. That's what we want to see. All right, so there's your Sunday edition, your post-game edition of Locked on Lions. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Enjoy it. Have some fun with it. Lions 29, Vikings 27. Next week, the Lions are in Denver to take on the Broncos. We'll talk all about it this week on Locked on Lions. Go Lions!